Would you want to be one of the first to live on Mars? Into Tomorrow is up next, and we want your input. Stay tuned. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It is, in fact, our 29th year bringing you the latest in consumer tech, all kinds of cool stuff. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And, of course, this for the weekend of February 23rd, 2024. Glad to have you with us, even gladder when you participate on the show. So when you call, when you join us via the Into Tomorrow app, our 800 number anytime, 24-7, or even the Ask Dave Mike button at intotomorrow.com, you win prizes. It really is that easy, and you want to stay tuned because we're going to tell you what we've got for you this week, and definitely want to hear from you because your questions, your help for other listeners, your tech rage, whatever the case, really makes the show, and we appreciate your input and involvement, do we not? We do. Okay. Well, we got some tech news and commentary, as usual, on our regular, air quotes, shows, as is this one. So we thought we might share uh, some tech news with you, maybe even a comment or two. Maybe. Uh, Wise's problems with letting its security camera customers briefly see into other customers' homes is a lot worse than we originally thought. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Last week, co-founder David Crosby said that, quote, so far, the company had identified 14 people who were able to briefly see into a stranger's property because they were shown an image from someone else's wise camera. Now we're being told that number of affected customers has ballooned to 13,000. Oh, my God. Wait, from what was it, 14? 14 people. To 13,000? Somebody just didn't have enough zeros. Yeah. Wow. The the revelation came from an email sent to customers entitled, An Important Security Message from Wise. (laughs) You think? Yeah. Wow. Um, In which the company copped to the breach and apologized while also attempting to lay some of the blame on its web hosting provider, Amazon Web Services. Of course. Well, blame them anyway because yeah. it's amazon right but wow that's scary and people wonder why i won't have security cameras on the inside of my home i know i have them all over the outside of my house true so i, I still can't get in but. i have a couple on the inside but nowhere where i would traipse through in my undies or something you know just keeping an eye on things where that have for example access to an outside door in case someone were to have gotten in or something mm-hmm. But otherwise, no. I mean, there are none in the bedroom or bathrooms or anything like that. But that's weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So don't buy any Wise cameras. That's W-Y-S-E. W-Y-Z-E. W-Y-Z-E. Right. Wise. Wow. A recent study found that white cars are about 10% less likely to be involved in a crash during daylight or even evening hours than vehicles in lower visibility colors, such as black, blue, gray, green, red, and pink. I guess if you're one of those ladies that uh, does makeup or something, you might have a pink car. The study assessed the relationship between vehicle color and crash risks through the analysis of real crash outcomes. So I guess they poured over crash reports and found out colors of vehicles and how many were white were 10% less likely to be involved. So I guess when you get a new car, make sure it's a white one hmm. because it can be seen better. Yeah. But I don't, I don't like white cars. No. I like my dark blue. Of course you do. Acura. Yeah. Because it's prettier. White is so plain. Mm-hmm. Now I'm being racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google confirmed that Google Password Manager now allows users to securely share usernames and passwords with other users in their family group. The search giant explained whether two members of a family are coordinating with daycare through a single account or a child is letting a parent access their school assignments, sharing passwords securely has never been easier. The company didn't delve into more detail, but an ex-user spotted the functionality back in August. The user screen recording shows that this will take the form of a simple and convenient share button. 
A simple and convenient share button. Yes. That you might hit accidentally and share with the neighbors. Right. That could happen. Yeah. So, Hey, would you like to be a Martian? No. Why not? Because I like being an Earthling. Oh. Well, NASA is seeking four aspiring astronauts to live in a 1,700-square-foot Mars simulation for a year. So this, of course, will be on Earth, but you'll be in a 1,700-foot little thing that is 3D-printed structure at the Johnson Space Center in Houston to find out if you have the right stuff. Because as a volunteer, you'll be locked up for over 12 months inside Mars Dune Alpha. Oh, That's the 3D printed structure at uh, Johnson Space Center in Houston. And then maybe if you have the right stuff, you could be among the four first astronauts going to live on Mars for apparently at least a year. Well, it takes almost a year to get there. Isn't it like nine months to get there? Pretty much. Yeah. So that's why I'm wondering, 1,700 square feet is not a lot of room for four people either, uh-huh. especially if it's supposed to include everything you need for a year. I mean, they don't have FedEx delivering there. They might have SpaceX delivering. Right. But I just realized how cool that is. Oh. Yeah. When you absolutely, positively have to get into space. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, Elon, if you're listening again, you should use that. But I don't know. I find that interesting. All the supplies, four people, only 1,700. It's a 3D printed structure. Hopefully it holds up to the Martian winds, among other things. Well, maybe you can be one of the first Earthling Martians. Good luck. Yeah. In the battle against dementia, Chinese scientists have harnessed the power of artificial intelligence and a vast data bank to predict the onset of the disease up to 15 years before symptoms appear. Whoa. This research, rooted in the analysis of blood samples from over 50,000 individuals, has identified key plasma biomarkers that signal an increased risk of developing various forms of dementia, including Alzheimer's disease. The study's findings, detailed in a recent publication in the peer-reviewed journal Nature Aging, uh, represents a significant stride toward early detection and intervention in dementia care. But hopefully they can intervene well enough that you're not progressing with dementia. That would be the next step. Because otherwise, great, you know 15 years in advance that you got dementia. I, is that going to help? I mean, if within 15 years they find a cure or they can hold it off or... I mean, geez. And, of course, AI, hopefully, to the rescue, but not if it doesn't solve it. Well, but now that they've got the technology there to find the markers that will determine that you'll get it, now they have to work on finding the cure for it. Yeah, to be able to pull those markers aside. Unless there's no cure, I don't know that I want to know that I'm going to have dementia. Yeah, exactly. Wow. For those of you that pay for radio, which, as a reminder, AM and FM are free, Sirius XM is cutting its workforce in a move that CEO Jennifer Witz says will make the company, quote, more efficient, agile, and flexible in this new year. She said the layoffs are part of several organizational changes being made inside the company as part of a plan that aims to find $200 million of additional cost savings. I wish we had that problem. That would be nice to yeah. worry about how we're going to cut $200 million. Mm-hmm. I worry how we're going to cut $2. Yeah. But that's because we're in radio. Yeah. But Sirius uh, XM is just going to cut employees and so forth. Hmm. I don't know how that's going to affect you if you're one of those subscribers for radio, which should be free. But it's going to affect you somehow. Yeah. Probably waiting another three hours for customer care to find out why your radio is not working. Well, call us. Tell us if it'll affect you or how it'll affect you, and we'll send you some prizes. There you go. How does one participate? By calling 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686, using the free Into Tomorrow app, or hitting that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Little red mic. And, And you can use any device with a browser and a microphone. And just visit us, as you said, at intotomorrow.com. Click on the Ask Dave mic and participate. We love sending prizes, do we not? We do. We're a little behind even, so be patient. But Chris and his crack team, on crack or something like that, will get prizes out as soon as possible. In the meantime, visit us, won't you? 
We'd love to see you there at intotomorrow.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. Welcome back. Don't forget my favorite saying, call in, win stuff. We always have cool stuff to share with you, just for participating on the show. I'm Cameron Graveline, and bringing you further into tomorrow, here's Dave. I love how he gets so excited about that. And he does. And he is. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I'm Dave. I'm Chris. There you go. And you're you. Uh, right. <laughs> And thanks for tuning into tomorrow. This portion of which is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. Start your free trial at blubrry.com. Stay tuned. Coming up, we'll be chatting. Well, I, I say we, but uh, Dave will be chatting with Raj Dada. Yeah, you and the frog in your pocket? Yeah. 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 He's the vice president of uh, ISV and technology partnerships with IBM. And he answers the question, why do millions of small enterprises believe that impactful AI is only accessible to big companies with deep pockets. Yeah. So if you're like us in a small company and think, why well, everybody's doing AI, is there anything I can do? Yes, there is. And we tell you about it in this interview coming up. It's just in a few minutes that Chris did. Yeah. Oh, I think I did. You did. Yeah. Mark, he used the Ask Dave mic at intotomorrow.com, but he didn't tell us where he's participating from. So we do ask you to share that with us. It's a different kind of a system, but we'd like it when you inform us, you know, where you're calling from, how you listen, whatever the case, so that we have that information. So, hey, Mark, welcome into tomorrow. Should we be concerned about TMU, the online Chinese website? Wow, short and sweet question. And the answer is, for the time being, yes, absolutely. Uh, Timu tries to access an unusual amount of information, just so you're aware, from the device it's running on, including whether the app had administrator privileges, why should they care, whether other apps can be installed, it records and sends the device's MAC address and its location, and tries to get permission to record audio and install packages, both things a shopping app shouldn't need, at least not enough attempting a voice search, for example. Overall, it seems to top the list of the most sensitive data-hungry apps. And until that is addressed, it'd be a good idea to avoid Timu. Yeah, I mean, Grizzly Reports studied its behavior and called it the most dangerous malware currently in circulation. And their experts estimate they lose an average of $30 an order, primarily due to shipping costs. And they think it has a different purpose than making money from sales. They do have tempting prices, but they're probably not that different to what you'd find on less shady Chinese drop shipping apps like AliExpress. Mm-hmm. Until the privacy concerns are addressed and cleared up, you're better off pay- playing it safe and skipping it. Yeah. We've had a lot of listeners even that have said, well, so far I haven't had any problems and I've gotten the merchandise that I've ordered. We've also had a lot of listeners that said they're still waiting many months later for a little something that they ordered because they thought, my gosh, that's too good to be true. Let me get one. And they paid and still haven't received it. So, I mean, even that is enough to make you wonder. But Again, all these Chinese companies and apps, yes, including TikTok, among others, are just gathering info on you, on your device, on your location. Why do they need all that? They don't, but they're getting it anyway. So you need to be aware.
So good question, Mark, and I thank you for asking it, and I hope those that are using it are okay with it, that are getting the products they ordered, but it's, I think, a matter of time before it's not going to work well for you. So there are plenty of other places, obviously not as cheap, not inexpensive, but cheap, because remember, all the stuff they're offering pretty much is just Chinese-made knockoffs Mm -hmm. of whatever. So just keep that in mind as well. Yeah, and speaking of TikTok, the European Union said this past Monday that it's investigating whether the popular social media app has broken the bloc's strict new digital rules for cleaning up social media and keeping internet users safe. I'm sure they have broken the rules. Yeah. The European Commission, the EU's executive branch, said it has, quote, opened formal proceedings to assess whether TikTok has breached the Digital Services Act, which took effect last year. The DSA is a sweeping set of regulations designed to keep internet users safe online, including requirements to make it easier to flag harmful or illegal content like hate speech, give users alternatives to algorithmic recommendations, and ban ads targeted at children interesting All and of if, which tiktok does right exactly <laughs> i mean they're they they absolutely try to a- attract younger folks on a regular basis uh-huh. anyway but especially these other things that you mentioned too they're very much at the head of wow how bizarre is that apple has launched the apple sports iphone app if you're into sports exclusively focused On real-time sports scores, the app gives fans quick and easy access to sports updates of all kinds and all kinds of sports content. So if you're an iPhoney and you don't already have the Apple Sports iPhone app, I don't know if there's a cost. I don't think there is, but it's probably full of advertising. I'm sure. But you might want to consider that if you're looking at various teams and scores and content and who did what and to whom and and all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. Mercedes-Benz has gotten the okay from California and Nevada to use turquoise-colored exterior lights (laughs) to alert other drivers and law enforcement that the vehicle is an autonomous drive pilot mode. Okay. So if you see turquoise lights, at least in California and Nevada, it's an autonomous vehicle at the point. Uh, The lights are integrated in the side mirrors, headlights, and taillights. Oh. Turquoise. Ooh. I guess that's good because it's not red or blue, as in police lights, or amber, as in other first responders, tow trucks, things like that. But turquoise, it's, I think it's still going to confuse some people. Probably. We shall see how that works out. But if you see turquoise, get out of the way! Uh-huh. <laughs> it's an autonomous vehicle. <laughs> A new report has revealed that Apple's next budget iPhone, the iPhone SE 4, might finally arrive next year with an enticing OLED upgrade. First of all, it's really, really weird to hear you say Apple and budget, you know, or or discounted or, you know, cheaper because they don't go together usually. Yeah. The iPhone SE is the cheapest model in the iPhone lineup and for years has sported a legacy design complete with home button and touch ID. The ELEC has reported that suppliers of parts for the device have proposed their prices to Apple for OLED panels aimed at an iPhone SE 4 that will launch early in 2025. As the report notes, Apple is planning a significant display upgrade that will see the iPhone SE adopt OLED technology for the first time, Hmm. replacing the LCD display it inherited from the old iPhone 8. Have they given an indication as to the cost of this phone? Uh, Not that I've seen, but... But they probably, I probably would have found out if I dug a little deeper, like a real journalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what happened there? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it was, a, it was a brain fart. You, oh, I see. <laughs> you owe it to our audience to yeah. dig a little further. So next week, you have a whole week of homework. Find out the cost of this one. Okay. Because people might want it just to be able to say they're an iPhoney. What do you think? Would you buy the cheaper iPhone just because it's cheaper and it's still Apple? Or would you come on over to Android? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? No. No. Okay. Into tomorrow.com. We'll see you there. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. 
Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks even more when you call in and participate on the program because your tech questions, your tech rage, your help for other listeners really makes the show. And in our 29 years on the air covering consumer tech, we always look forward to your participation, not just because we always then send you prizes for joining and helping and being part of the program, but because we loved chatting with you. So be sure to join us anytime 24-7. 1-800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686, or visit us and hit the Ask Dave microphone on any device with a microphone and a browser at intotomorrow.com. Generative AI holds enormous potential for driving business growth. That's just one of many examples. We talk about it a lot. So why do millions of small enterprises believe that impactful AI is only accessible to big companies with deep pockets? We've discovered that as well. Well, the vice president of ISV and technology partnerships with IBM is Raj Data. Is it Data or Data? It's Data. Data. Okay, Raj, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Dave. How are you? Doing fine and glad to have you with us. And I'm glad that you guys are discussing this because we do hear from a lot of our audience that perhaps has small businesses or medium size and say, man, we keep hearing about all these big companies doing things with artificial intelligence. And I guess we'll just maybe years from now have some kind of opportunity. No, stay tuned, stand by. Uh, so what are the common myths, do you think? Uh, as, of course, uh, IT, uh, in this case, meaning not into tomorrow, but HR, marketing, customer service. I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there are some, you know, very common myths that I, I'm coming across as I, I speak to, you know, many customers and, and partners on a daily basis. And, you know, some of them, you know, I'll walk through right now and then I can give you some examples of how we've changed or 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 busted those myths, right? Good. So, yes. um, you know, one of them that I, I've seen over and over is many are unaware of the tools and platforms that are available to help uh, companies truly embed responsible AI. And I'll go into that in a second, but th this is one of those myths that I've seen. The other one is that um, many companies these are overestimating the complexity and cost of building AI. It goes around, you know, what you just suggested, you know, with regards to, you know, we'll wait a few years until it becomes more affordable for us. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's only expertise for the big companies, or do I need to develop, you know, an army of data scientists in order to accomplish my AI needs? And, you know, just plain and simply, you know, uh, IBM's view is very, very different. Our, our goal has been to allow AI adoption, you know, throughout, um, throughout the industry, be it small companies, medium-sized companies, and large companies, and but to do it in a very responsible way. That's, that's been a very important factor for us. What that means is essentially allowing um, companies to have a guardrail on their AI, so they're not um, exporting um, you know, false information, biased information, or information that's not relevant to the solution that they're providing. So there is hope, though, for small businesses, and I think that's going to be the key that we hope everyone takes from this interview. 
Yeah, no, there's absolutely hope. I mean, look, I, I, you know, I mentioned I engage with all size companies every day. You know, recently we just uh, released a very exciting one and with the Super Bowl coming up here, you know, with a company called Edge3.ai. And essentially what they're focused on is is helping coaches navigate the very complex world of recruiting and retra- retaining student athletes, you know, with the NIL program coming on board, et cetera. How do you know you're keeping the right athletes, that you're recruiting the right athletes, and you know, and they're using our AI technology to get there. And, and look, they, they just started on their journey just a few months ago with us, and they've already b- begun releasing the products, right? We've also done things around, you know, um, our company called Ovum Ovin- Health, for example, who uses our Watson X Assistant to essentially help their website with chat capabilities, um, uh, gives them a mobile app capability, and it also makes sure it's regulated because Ovum Health is is a women's health uh, platform. And so we got to make sure that, you know, we have HIPAA details, et cetera, included in there. So we, we go from anywhere from the, you know, smaller companies to, you know, the, your largest companies that are out there, someone like a Dun & Bradstreet, All of these companies have used our AI to their clients. Well, that's good. And that means, of course, that smaller companies have not only hope, but can get involved now to help scale their business and and maybe drive, well, not maybe, but definitely drive some growth for them. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, and that's what it's doing, right? Because you, what you're able to do with AI is you're able to offer additional capabilities in a faster form, but in also in a very responsible form. So that's what really gets uh, you know companies excited about adopting it. The other aspect is, you know, t- to be transparent, it's a very competitive industry. So you know, if you're not adopting AI today, I can guarantee your competitors are. And and the goal here will be to adopt it fast but to adopt it in a way that is gonna make sure to put the guardrails around your AI technology as you deliver it to your clients. Yes, more very important points. And again, if that doesn't scare any business enough, that if you don't do it, you can be guaranteed your competitor will, that's reason enough to say, all right, my time to look into this. Now, what has IBM been able to do to perhaps hopefully make it less time-consuming, especially for the smaller businesses who are inundated as it is and everybody wears multiple hats and so forth, as well as more affordable? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll make it, I'll even, I'll tell you a story versus, you know, uh, of, of a personal encounter that I had versus, you know, just giving you the high level on this. So I was at a conference a few months ago. I had an opportunity to speak after I uh, presented on AI, I had an opportunity to meet one of our partners who I, I actually didn't know at that time was our partner. And what he had shared with me was, you know, Raj, we, we onboarded onto your Watson X platform on Friday. We had that solution integrated by Tuesday and we were live and we were getting customer feedback with regards to how our, the AI capabilities accelerated our product. And, and, and this company was probably a 10 person company, if that, right? But they were able to leverage the AI technology so they didn't have to go hire another 100 people to, to get, get those capabilities. They were able to do this just on top of our Watson X platform. Excellent. And obviously, with 10 employees, that, again, shows more hope for other smaller companies. So making it affordable, less time consuming. I mean, the whole idea here is let AI do the work for you in many cases. Absolutely. And how does IBM then partner with a company to to help them build and get this responsible AI working for their business? Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's actually a core component of um, what I'm responsible for here at AI, for at IBM with regards to AI. So, you know, well, how we've partnered with companies is, you know, I, I do have a pretty large engineering team that helps all size companies uh, make sure that they, they have the skill sets and abilities to embed our solution into their offerings. Once they get that up and running, I also have a, a, a area of my organization that can actually help these new companies that have embedded our AI solutions go to market. And we can go out there and co-sell the solutions together with IBM clients, with non-IBM clients, but we're in it together. So we've really tightened up uh, partnerships with anyone that's using our, our AI technology today. And that's great because let them use IBM's hundreds of engineers and and professionals in the industry, and you go on running your business and do your thing. 
Absolutely. Yep. Where can our audience get more info about all of this? Oh, well, they can simply go to uh, IBM.com and, and see information there. If they want to come on board and start using the technology and playing around with it, they could just go to IBM.com slash partner plus and we get the capability right there to, to leverage our, our AI capabilities. Dynamite. IBM.com slash partner plus. Raj, you're a delight to chat with. I hope we get to talk to you more because this is just the beginning, especially for a lot of smaller companies that know they've got to jump on board. So we'd love to have you back and continue this discussion. Absolutely. We'd love to. Terrific. My pleasure. Raj is the vice president of uh, ISV and technology partnerships with IBM. And again, you can hit him up at IBM.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to bring you into tomorrow. Coming up next, right here on the Advanced Media Network. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. Navigating the world of tech, you're tuned into tomorrow. Delighted to have you with us. We're hopefully always entertaining and informative. Oh, and always free into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. If you want more info, text RADIO to 35000. Again, text RADIO to 35000. Tim in Greenville, South Carolina. Welcome back Into Tomorrow. Hey, Tim. I've noticed that when my phone is connected to my car through Android Auto and I'm using Google Maps, if I'm on a phone call while I'm being guided somewhere through Google Maps, I no longer get audio prompts for like my turn, my exit coming up. I have to constantly look at the map. I guess Google thinks that they don't want to disturb my phone call, but I would rather it just say my directions I can't tell you how many times I've missed my exit because I'm on a phone call. Strangely, I've noticed that when I'm not using Android Auto, but my phone is just connected through Bluetooth, uh, it works just fine even if I'm on a phone call. But it doesn't do it when I'm connected to Android Auto. Is there any way, is there like a setting I'm missing or something like that? Good question. We don't want Tim to get lost. Which apparently he's oh, done many times. Do. I don't know. Or maybe you do. That's very true. Now, your answer, of course, would be, yeah, there's a way to solve that and get an iPhone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the answer. Except that even on my iPhone, I use Google Maps. Aha. So <laughs> that have you encountered the same issue? No, but I also don't have Android Auto because it's an iPhone. <laughs> and my car's too old for all that. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but Tim, yeah, I, we think that you could be missing a setting. But unfortunately, there are no guarantees on this one. There is a setting to control this, though. If you open Maps, go to Settings, then go to Navigation Settings. There, you should see a Sound and Voice section. Now, in that section, there will be a setting to play voice during phone calls. Hopefully, you'll find that. Hopefully, you can set it. 
And hopefully you don't get lost. Yeah, because in theory, turning that on should make your voice directions work during phone calls. Now, the less great news is that it seems to be hit or miss. The Some less great news. Yeah. <laughs> great. Sometimes this seems to work as intended. Sometimes it doesn't seem to do anything at all. It does seem to require the right combination of phone, car, and luck. So we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Yeah. Normally, I always say keep your fingers and eyes crossed, but you're already driving. Don't cross your eyes. Yeah. And just cross your fingers on one hand so you can keep the other one fully on the wheel. Right. But let us know because it'll help other listeners, too. And, of course, if listeners have had that issue, how have you solved it? Because listeners helping our other listeners, great calls, and we appreciate that. And you can tell that Tim must have been using our free Into Tomorrow app, because he sounded like he was right here. Yeah, sitting on your lap. It did, no, get <laughs> off my lap. Uh, but it did sound like he was right here in the studio with yeah. us. So, gotta love that, but we gotta keep him from getting lost, shall we? Yes. Okay. A new invention saves the telephone. A massive tech company has a humble beginning. And Nintendo makes a comeback. Well, it all happened this week in tech history. Brought to you by IFA. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. history. Here's Chris. Here he is. Hey, this week back in 1877, Emil Berliner, the man behind so many inventions, came up with a thing called the microphone. And it, and it's a good thing, too, because the Bell system, run by Alexander Graham Bell, of course, was in desperate need of something to save it from financial ruin and help the progress of the telephone. Oh. In 1938 this week, Lee Byung-chul opened a small trading company in South Korea, dealing in dried fish, locally grown groceries, and noodles. The company prospered, and Lee moved his head office to Seoul in 1947. Over the next several years, the company diversified into many different areas, moving into lines of businesses such as insurance, securities, and retail. What does this have to do with tech, you ask? What does this have to do with tech, well, fish, and all that? Well, in the late 1960s, the growing company entered the electronics industry and formed several electronics-related divisions. Its first electronics product was a black-and-white television set. Byung-Chul's vision for his company was to become powerful and everlasting like stars in the sky. Wow. So he chose a name that reflected that vision. Translating in English to three stars, the company we know as Samsung grew from selling dried fish to some of the most popular electronic devices in the world. Wow, is right. Because they came into their own very well and one of the largest companies ever. Yeah, so you have a dried fish to thank for that cell phone you got there in your pocket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Except in my pocket is a Google Pixel 8 Pro. Oh, yeah, you made the switch. I did make the yeah. switch. Still Android, of course. Oh. Always will be until I die. But, yeah, but no longer Samsung. Okay. All right. In 1983 this week, after a few months of only being available in Japan, compact discs and players were released for the first time in the United States and Europe. Initially, only about 75 stores nationwide sold CDs, and you'd have to have deep pockets if you wanted in on this new technology. Players from Sony and Magnavox sold for about $900. <laughs> with discs ranging between $16 and $20. In 1995 this week, Yahoo was officially incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you even expressed it with Yahoo yeah. is incorporated. You uh -huh. didn't say... Yahoo! Yeah. Uh, the company actually began about a year earlier when founders Jerry Yang and David Philo, who were electrical engineering graduate students at Stanford University, created a website named Jerry and David's Guide to the World Wide Web. I think I like Yahoo better. I do as well. And this week in 2017, the Nintendo Switch console was released to the public in most regions by Nintendo and was a huge success. Here I come to save the day. The concept of the Switch came about as Nintendo's reaction to several quarters of financial losses attributed to poor sales of its previous console, the Wii U. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA, the home of tech. Visit ifa-berlin.com. Be me into tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Now, how many people are old enough listening to know who that was? I am. Okay. Who that was? Scotty. Scotty. Yes. His real name? <laughs> James Doohan. James Doohan. And he's a Canuck. It, yes. He's not even Scottish. He's not even Scottish. <laughs> he's from Canada. 
And he's been in this very studio with us years ago, before he died, of course. Yeah. That would be, would have been helpful. Yeah. Right. And he recorded a bunch of fun things for us. Hi, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> While he was here. James doing here into tomorrow. He's a heck of a nice guy. Oh, he was he was so much fun to have. I, for, I forget what he came here for. He was promoting some company doing some things. But we had more fun with him off the air and on the air than otherwise and he was just a delight to have with us and he was really good scotty here dave let's go into tomorrow (laughs) and he's one you know he was one of those star trek actors that never forgot the the people that put him where he was he was a big fans guy you know like the extreme opposite of william shatner oh yeah (laughs) william shatner's a, a jerk and I've met him a couple of times, and he couldn't care less about anybody around him because he was thinking he's all that. Mm-hmm. But no, but James Doohan, James Scotty Doohan, uh, just couldn't be a nicer, humble guy mm-hmm. and was really good as Scotty on Star Trek. Yes. Oh, amazing. Intotomorrow.com is not only where you can sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter. I know you already get it, but there might be one or two people listening that have yet to sign up. We want to let those folks know that we don't share your email address with anyone. We don't spam you. And we make sure that we only send you our once-a-week free tech newsletter. So all we ask for is your email address. We don't want your location. We don't want your social security number. We don't want your credit card. We don't, none of that. Just your email. A little box pops up when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Get the tech newsletter, won't you? If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. Call 800-781-6764. That's 800-781-6764. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. Email from Steve in Evansville, Indiana. Welcome Into Tomorrow. He asks or says or indicates the following. Yeah, see, we'd rather hear you, Steve, but yeah. I guess I'll do my best to do a, a dramatic reading of Steve's email. Well, how do you know Steve is dramatic? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll just go with, uh, I recently cut the cable and I'm now streaming all of my content at home. Good for you. I'm so happy to not be sending my hard-earned money to Comcast every month. Yay! <laughs> uh, the only issue I have now is I've lost all my local channels, so Uh-oh. I can't get the local news that I like to watch every morning. How do I best receive those channels and is there a way to record them so I can catch up on the news when I have time? Good question, Steve, and I'm glad you cut the Concast cable. We've done that, too, in our community. Actually, another, like, three or four days, and it's gone. Because we went with hot wire fission, all fiber stuff that Comcast couldn't even get close to doing. But we cut the cable as well, and it's all streaming as well for us now in the community, including local channels. But, Steve, in terms of watching your local channels, all you really need is an antenna. For your TV, you don't need anything special, just the same traditional old-fashioned kind of rabbit ears should even do the trick if you're close enough to the transmitters. Though there are some square models these days that are supposed to make it so you don't need to constantly tweak the antenna to try to get the best signal. 
Now, if you want to record, you'll need an over-the-air DVR. Uh, brands like Tableau and Channel Master make some dedicated ones that you can look at and have been for many years. Uh, keep in mind that there will be two caveats to look out for. Uh, first, there may be a monthly subscription fee, and the devices may not include a hard drive or SSD for storage. Uh, those two things mean that your final cost might be higher than you may initially expect. Now, the other option you may have uh, is smartphone or TV apps to just watch the online stream or recorded videos put out by the stations themselves. That option will likely be free and easy. That's true. And there are so many ways to get free TV and... All communities have various and sundry channels if you don't have mountains blocking you or some other signal blocking. Uh, but you can get local channels for free over the air, digital TV. Yeah, and that's the you actually get the best quality you'll yeah. get by getting it over the air because it's uncompressed. That's very true because Comcast compresses everything. How do you think they get all those channels into one little piece of very old-fashioned coax? Yeah, well, that's what we've talked about for years, especially with things like satellite radio. But they've increased the number of channels they have. Well, but like the pipe, the water pipe is still the same size. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to get more water through it. So how do you do it? You shrink the size of the water droplets. Yeah, that's In right. this case, the, the streams. The water the, droplets. Shrink the... The, the size of the audio so you can get more through there. There you go. Joe in Hazleton, or is it Hazleton? Hazleton. Hazleton. Yes. Yeah, like hazelnuts. Yes. Uh, Hazleton, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Hey, Joe, welcome into tomorrow. I bet you never had a question like this before. Uh-oh. I have a Bluetooth dongle jammed in one of the USB ports on my computer with the end broken off and jammed inside the middle of the three ports. The port above and below still work with USB, but the Bluetooth dongle, I can't get it out, and I'm afraid I'll be breaking all the ports if I pull that out too hard. Is there a way that I can still have Bluetooth on this old desktop computer if I buy another dongle and put it in another USB port? Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Can we say that on the radio? Dongles and, and pulling it out hard and stuff? Yeah. I, mean, I don't... Anyway. Uh, Joe, it depends on the state of the one that is stuck in the port. you got to keep that in mind. Windows will only allow one Bluetooth device at a time. The second one will be recognized, but if you look at your device manager, it will be disabled and labeled as a conflicting device. Now, if your current one is broken and not recognized at all, then it probably won't be a problem. If it is recognized as a Bluetooth dongle and you're able to disable it in the device manager before you set up the new one, there are no guarantees, but you will probably be able to use the second one then. Yeah, and if this is an old desktop, you might be able to remove the cover where those ports are and get more direct access uh, if you want to remove the old dongle and get access to an extra port that you may be able to use for other purposes. Now, the other reason to try to remove it, if you can, uh, is that the device is broken and it could cause a short, and there's really no reason to take the chance if it's possible to remove it. Yeah, so use some caution there, but man. Just uh, make sure if you're going to try to remove this that you do it with the computer turned off. True. You don't want any current into that USB and, port and, when you're trying to do and this. And don't be rubbing your feet on carpet or anything weird that's going to cause another issue because things tend to go a little haywire if you um, introduce current, if you will. Yeah. All the good, all the more reason to make sure it's turned off. But Joe, let us know if that helped you out because I'm sure it'll help others as well. And if not, uh, H and his team will do even more digging. But I think that we hit the nail on the head there for you. And again, let us know. Mm -hmm. An email from Charlie in Miami, Florida, and he says the following. He says, I've been adding smart home devices over the years, and I've always tried to choose devices that I can control remotely over Wi-Fi. The problem is some devices that I have are Bluetooth, control only, and they are devices that don't have suitable Wi-Fi-enabled counterparts. Hmm. I've been trying to find for a few years a new sort of device that I can connect to my home Wi-Fi network that I can then connect to when I'm not at home, and it would somehow allow me to connect to those Bluetooth devices. I found the devices to do this for IR remote controls that use IR blasters that you're able to control via Wi-Fi. I have a Logitech Harmony remote control just for that function, but I cannot find anything similar for Bluetooth. The closest I have found is the Genie app, but it is limited to only Tuya and Smart Life devices. Any ideas? Uh, no. Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Charlie, again, first of all, remember, we're radio. So please consider calling 
next time. So not only we can hear you, but we can hear your inflection and maybe your tech rage uh, or your excitement about something. But in the meantime, what you're looking for is likely not a Bluetooth device, but a platform that can use it. Of course, Bluetooth is less of an on-off thing and more like Wi-Fi in that some specific data needs to be transmitted, of course, to the receiver. Like sending an email that says, please do X, Y, and Z rather than just turn the light on or off. Yeah, a platform that can likely help you with that is Home Assistant. It's open source, able to run on many devices. It works with apps that run on both Android and iOS, and it can run on a variety of devices, including virtual containers. And if you're willing to run a server at home, it should be able to run on anything from a Raspberry Pi or an old desktop. Um, and as long as that device has Bluetooth, you should be able to use it to send out the signal to others. Oh, now, that's good because Raspberry Pi you can get very inexpensively yeah. and dedicate it to one function, if yeah. you'd like. And in that sense, it sounds really good. Now, the bigger task will be remote access. But you can set it up if the same device also runs a local VPN, virtual private network, of course. You could leave the ports open to connect as well without the VPN layer. It all depends on your particular level of comfort, if you will. Yeah, so check out home-assistant.io. They've got a whole section in their documentation on connecting Bluetooth devices. Yeah, and we have the best listeners on the planet. So stay tuned, Charlie, because hopefully others have had a similar interest and concern, and they can share with us how they may have solved that particular problem. Good question. And let's see if we can help Charlie even further into tomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Stream Guys. Stream Guys is a leading provider of quality streaming media services. Whether you're an independent broadcaster or a large corporation, Stream Guys is your best choice for managed live or on-demand video or audio streaming, dedicated server products, turnkey subscription services, podcasting, and much, much more. Stream Guys, affordable, reliable, scalable. Since 2000, Stream Guys has been providing quality streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Streamguys.com.